Jay Bush and Duke here for Bush's country style baked beans. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's your girl Morgan Alexis entering the motherfucking building. And I hope you guys are doing okay. And welcome to In a Nutshell Podcast with your girl Morgan Alexis. I am here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last few episodes. The last episode, which is about therapy, y'all know I got in my bag because I don't know, a lot of people don't know this, but like I went to school to be a behavioral science specialist or a therapist. Um, so I feel very um, attached to that. <laughs> attached to that that thinking because anyway like I said I don't want to get into it because we're gonna have a part two at some point I don't want to do part two here on this episode so again hope you guys are doing okay hope life is going great for you and if it's not don't worry about it because guess what each day each moment is a setup for something better for you so just stay positive, stay blessed. And I know it's easy for someone else outside to say stay positive. I know it's hard to stay positive on certain days. But just wake up and put one foot in front of the other. I promise you at some point, whether it's the next day or 10 years from now, it's going to get better. It's just the, mo- the most important piece of that is that you don't stop trying. This episode, we're going to get into nine to five jobs, nine to five jobs. And I know that... Um, in recent years, it has become a very controversial topic, which is hilarious because it's like nine to five jobs is something, you know, that sounds simple enough. Um, but I actually Googled, even though I know what a nine to five job is, I Googled what de- Google's definition of a nine to five job is. And it says it's a nine to five job is one that you do during normal, normal office hours, which I mean, to be honest, that's not really true. I know people that work overnight that work like a nine to five type of job, which let me explain. A nine to five job is basically a job you work at a core corporation for a company, um, for a restaurant, whatever, um, that you go in, clock in, work your hours, clock out, go home. That's, that's basically how I look at it. And the reason I'm deciding to dedicate a whole episode to that is because it's just been a controversial topic as far as, you know, I think millennials <laughs> have, you know, been the generation to start not, you know, falling in line with what the generations before have, you know, kind of pushed on us. Um, you know, if, if you if you are in the society in America, um, the the. What they tell you to do is you go to school, you go to college, you get a job. There you go. You know, and and you don't deviate outside of that is what society wants to, you know, put down our throats. And mind you, I want want to start this off by saying I am not hating or talking down on nine to five jobs because they are needed. And not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) (laughs) I am not hating on anyone that has a nine to five job because not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. 
I feel like with the rise of social media, with the rise of influencer culture, um, it's becoming more and more popular to just kind of, you know, work for yourself and get money in that regard, which is actually something I'm into obvious, for obvious reasons. Um, I'm a, I don't know, it, life is really hard for creatives. And when I speak on creative, I'm going to speak on creatives a lot um, because don't get me wrong, everybody has some sort of creative, you know, piece of them. It's just channeled in different ways. And there's certain ways that it's channeled that is not celebrated amongst society. And there's certain ways that it's channeled that it is celebrated amongst society. Um, again, like I said, they want you to follow in line. They want you to go to school for however many years, go to college, go get your master's. If, it, if your field requires that or get your um, doctorate, if your field requires that, then get a lot of licensure and stuff. I know at least with, when you're trying to um, become a therapist, there's like, School, school, school. Then you got to do um, free hours, basically an internship um, for a few years. Then you got to get your license. It's, it's a whole um, process. And I respect the process because you don't just want anybody becoming a therapist. You, you don't. So um, I definitely respect that process. I just feel like uh, for a lot of people in general, that process does not. It's not. What's the word I want to use, y'all? It doesn't speak to them. It does. It's, it's not something that works for them. Not it, it, it. I feel like society has created this cookie cutter version of what everyone should be and how everything should go and how society should work. And it's been like that for a really long time. Um, I mean, back to Henry Ford, the owner of the creator of Ford Motor Vehicles and many other things. He created the um, 40 hour work week, which. I want to punch him in the face because <laughs> that's that's bullshit. But anyway, back to the creatives, creatives. This world was not built or made for us. It wasn't. It was not made for creatives to flourish. And when I say world, I'm, I'm really mostly talking about America. I know I got listeners outside of America. So a lot of this is catered to American culture. Um, but I'm sure you can get something out of this, too, because I'm, I'm not sure how your country works. But creatives, this world was not um what's the word it was not made for us it was not if you are and when I say creatives like I mean like you know the musicians of the world the podcasters of the world the artists of the world who who make art um I just feel like this this culture in America this good up and go to work culture was not made for people like me or people like you know those that that I said and um it's really it's depressing I, I i'll just tell you my own journey with it um as a kid i started showing signs of creativity really young um it first started with singing um my mom was you know sang in the choir the adult choir um the adult choir um person his name was Huron bro shout out to Huron bro ended up being my little music mentor back in the day um he put me in the adult choir at 12 years old so my passion for creative and the arts started really young I always knew that I wanted to be a singer of some sort even before the 12 years old I was writing songs <laughs> um one day I'm gonna have to go look and dig up my um, first song at my parents house um, but yeah, it, it, I was writing songs, you know, you know, it just, like I said, my mom always told me that she just, she felt that creative fire in me early on. Um, 
However, my mom and my well, my parents, period, are from the generation where you get up, you go to work, you come home, you get up the next day, repeat, repeat, repeat until you get to the weekends. And even on the weekends, you're probably studying for the homework and test you got the next week. <laughs> they're very much a product of that. And, you know, they're, they're baby boomers and my dad, my mom's Generation X. My dad's a baby, baby boomer, so it's to be expected. I get it. Um, but they weren't in the place to nurture creativity for someone like me. Um, so my creative journey started early. I always wanted to be a singer. I always wanted to do something musical. Um, I did plays, um, all types of stuff. I remember uh, my mom, well, really, I remember myself being, you know, deemed as the most creative in my class one year um, by the students we got to vote on it at some point but um that's just always been my thing creativity and I never as I got older you know I followed the path that my parents and their parents and their parents led for them and as I got older I started realizing that path didn't align with my spirit and my soul and you know it's funny because you don't know that at the time that things are happening you're like okay this is what I'm supposed to do just put my head down you know study these books you know get into these schools you know get this good job good paying job you know and just that that's that's gonna be it for you that's what that's gonna be it for you and again, I want to reiterate that that's okay if that is it for you. That is okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry, y'all. That is okay if that is it for you. That is okay if you find joy in that. That is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And no one should hate on anybody that feels that joy from that. That's great. You know what I'm saying? If you, in fact, I envy you. That's easy. That's uh, that, easier than what I'm going through. Like, literally, if I could have just found my spiritual food by just, you know, going to school, getting my degree and finding a job that's in that field and being happy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would choose that any day in a heartbeat. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would choose that because this path that I'm on that most creatives are on is a difficult one. It's a difficult one. It's a lot harder to navigate, especially because in creating there's a lot of the times there's not a um there's not a clear path on the path you're supposed to go to get where you need to go and a lot of times it's just throwing things at the wall and hoping they stick a lot of the times and for a lot of people because it's not a guarantee of what could happen that scares them and I understand that that's a scary fucking thing I'm scared every fucking day (laughs) you know but you gotta one thing I do believe in is walking on faith walking on faith you got to walk on faith you got to that that's the one thing I have to stay faithful I have to I have to believe that you know my journey is in God's hands and he's gonna lead me exactly where I need to go I have to believe that more than ever because there is no clear blueprint on where you know I'm supposed to go and like I said a lot of creatives can relate to that and it is just you know it's a scary thing it's a scary thing I'm scared every fucking day of my life (laughs) y'all I was scared every day of my life, but um, what guides me is I'm very much, you know, I talk to God a lot. I talk to God a lot (laughs) because there has to be a reason why he put that desire on my heart. And there has to be a reason why he put that desire on your heart to do to really follow a creative career. Um, Again, I also work a nine to five and have worked a nine to five since my whole adult life. And for me, and again, I'm only talking about myself. I'm not talking about nobody else. 
for me, it has actually zipped away a lot of the creative energy that I had when I first started. Um, you know, a, a, a career in the adult, a career not in the adult, <laughs> a career as an adult. Um, it actually has stripped away a lot of my creative energy. It has. Um, aside from already going through a lot of tr personal trauma, um, I feel like it aided in a lot of my depression because I couldn't just uh, release my creativity in the way I wanted to. I had to wait until I'm, you know, clocked out or stuff like that. That, that those those bounds for me, um, I, it really did a, has done a number on me, and it actually took a really long time for me to actually get up and get back to who I am as a real person as far as the creativity and, and actually being creative and being able to create through having a nine to five, you know, cause at the end of the day, you got to pay the fucking bills. You got to pay the bills. And a lot of the times when you're first starting out in the creative career, they don't pay the bills. <laughs> it does not pay the bills at all. Um, and you know, it's so funny because I, I saw this quote and it says you're 10 years from your overnight success from becoming an overnight success, meaning there's so much, work you have to put in in order for you know someone to or any anything to happen for you and you know it, it's it's work I'm willing to do because it makes me happy I'm happy if you listen to this podcast just know I'm so happy doing this this is the one thing in my life that allows me to channel my creativity in the way I want to do it <laughs> so that's why I'm so quick to do a show add, add an extra show here add a show here and you pour everything into this because I'm finally able to find a way to find that balance to where yeah I gotta work at nine to five because I gotta pay these bills but also I'm able to be creative and to just get that that creative energy out of me and so I'm bl very blessed in that fact but I do want to I do want to say this we have to respect each other. The people that want to, you know, follow the path and the people that don't. We have to find a way to respect each other because neither one of us are wrong. Neither one of us are wrong. Um, you have to really look inside yourself and, feel, and ask yourself, is this what I want to be doing? Am I happy in this moment? Am I happy doing this? If you're happy, I love that for you. Like real talk, I love that for you because it, it take, not everybody can get to that place. If you found happiness working wherever you work, if you, if you found happiness at your desk, I fucking love that for you. Real talk. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. I'm happy for you. If you're happy, you know, doing something creative, I love that for you, too. I love that for you, too. We just have to get to a place where we respect each other. We understand. Well, not maybe if we don't understand each other. We just respect each other's space and understand that your path is not my path and vice versa. And that's okay. Also, we need to respect the fact that not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is a scary thing. <laughs> there's a lot of ups and downs. There's going to be weeks where you make money. There's going to be weeks where you don't make money. Um, you don't really have a set schedule, so you don't really know what the day is going to bring. Or you work 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, you're on your phone waiting for that next hit. A lot of people don't have that in them. <laughs> they don't have that in them to not know where their next paycheck is going to come from to not have health insurance to not some people don't want to live like that and you know i respect the fuck out of that too because health insurance is actually very important quite as kept it's crazy how much shit costs <laughs> you'd be surprised how much shit costs and not everybody wants to go to the emergency room every time they have a minor problem because they don't have health insurance so again we got to respect each other on both sides. We have to understand there's a place for both of us in society. Um, 
do I feel like personally catered that the society caters more so to the nine to five person? Absolutely. This whole country was built on work, <laughs> you know, built on come in, do your work and go home or go to work, go to school, go to school all day, do your schoolwork, go home, go to college, go to your classes all day, go home. Um, and that culture is needed. <laughs> it's needed. Um, but we do have to also respect the creatives that are going through a lot because we go through a lot. <laughs> we are a lot of us are starving artists over here. OK, a lot of us don't have the funds to be able to say, fuck that nine to five. I'm going to do this full time, which is the ultimate goal over here. Um, but, yeah, I just I think I'm going to end this with saying that. We both have to respect each other's spaces. We both have to realize there's a place for us in society. And we both have to realize that it takes courage on both sides to do each thing. <laughs> to do each thing, it takes courage to be someone who's a, who does a nine to five. Um, because a lot of people do nine to fives. They got to take care of their family. They got to take care of their and be a mom at home, be a dad at home. You know, they got to be a chauffeur to take their kids places. Like it's that that type of stuff I look up to. That shit is amazing. The fact that you have the best time management skills in the world, or even if you don't, um, you find time to be able to be superwoman or superman at work and superhuman at home. <laughs> amazing. We just gotta respect each other on both sides. So I'm gonna end this with um Baked Beans by Almost Legends, featuring A Shaw. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you enjoy all of them. Like, share, and comment, and subscribe. All only way if you're looking, ugh, if you're listening to this, all you gotta do is search Uncut Podcast. Um, in a nutshell, podcast with Morgan Alexis. We out of here. I hope you guys have a good day.